Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Okay, Dylan played Look What You Made Me Do. I'm not sure that any of you heard that, but (laughs) the reason why she played that, you know, we're chaotic over here. The old book club cannot come to the phone right now. Why? Why? Because she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very obviously it's niche reference. If you don't understand you don't understand i'm not going to explain it it's a taylor swift reference that is kind of how we met each other so it is full circle to make this reference as we resurrect our podcast if you will there we go yeah i like it hey friends um we are so excited to tell you guys that we have merged and rebranded um with our sister podcast so i'm doing like a drum roll here we are now the Saucy Book Club, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. and um, we are welcoming uh, my bestie, Beth. So hi, hi Beth. Man. We're so oh, happy to have you. I am so excited. <laughs> it's I'm just like so pumped be... we get another person. Yay. I know. I've kind of just been absorbed into this, <laughs> into this group. I wish that I, I feel like our, um, you know, biology teacher would be really proud if I knew what cell part that was but i don't remember is it mitosis i don't know, <laughs> I don't know because all <laughs> i'm thinking about is like symbiosis where it's like sure sucked in. <laughs> mr muha wouldn't care it's fine yeah that's fine <laughs> oh my god i was in science club and my brain yeah. is still like melting right now you were in science club oh you were in a nerd. i love that <laughs> yeah i love that oh, i was like gosh. barely passing good for you <laughs> no what's funny is though like i was i was like a hippie and i didn't know it for a long time you know what i mean like i had the choice between taking chemistry and field bio and i was like you mean i can go sit in a field and catch bugs or be doing like no i'm in the field with the bugs like i'm just <laughs> We definitely didn't have that option in our um, I definitely would have picked it. Yeah. yeah I was lucky. Physics or mm. human bio. So we took human bio. Yeah. Which was um, dissecting rats. Super fun. Anyways, we're going to so, but that's like what <laughs> but we But this here. is it. Yeah. Very chaotic over here. But anyway, so if you guys listen to Hometown Spice or Familiar, Beth was on that podcast. And that one with the name Spice, it's spicier. They have spicier picks, um, smut, if you will. I want to, like, take a taboo off of smut. Like, smut's fine. Smut is good. I just feel like I'm always like, should I say smut? But, like, it's not a bad thing. It's, like, good. Yeah. Um, um smutty books describes yeah, what it is a cup that says smut reader it's like um but like we've just gotten a little bit more spicy if you will but i feel like the word yeah. spicy is overused overused on mm-hmm. tiktok and everywhere else and although yes there's spice in the books we are from buffaloes so we thought <laughs> saucy Sauce. like yes. our wings um as well as just like that's kind of like our attitudes. We're like saucy, saucy. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
like that that in itself like yes the romance whatever but to describe to people on this podcast as saucy like I'm like yep mm -hmm." (laughs) like it's so funny actually so I love it it was good it was a good good name choice (laughs) yes it was fun it just kind of happened I was like like we need something like I love our our show but like how do we grow and like quite literally we grow by adding somebody so Mm -hmm. this is our first step in growing and I just think rebranding makes the most sense like I used to joke that I was a half that's baked and I'm still gonna be like the third that's baked or whatever um (laughs) I just didn't want that to be like the focus of the podcast either like I had people asking us for like the vendor fair like hey can we come sell like our glassware like I had like weed type of vendors who wanted to do like the book fair and I was like I'm so sorry like they thought I was like a pretentious bitch because I was like no <laughs> like I yeah. was like no I'm sorry like I guess like it's confusing so I wanted to yeah. be maybe we'll get some clear. chicken wing sauce sponsors <laughs> I mean holla holla at us Franks <laughs> like how fun would it be how fun would it be to do like some IRL meetups at different like wing joints I kind like of love that for like a book club in person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be like a patron or like a a local people oh, we yeah. know. People we know. Or, yeah, or we could do like our own version of Hot Ones. <gasps> and yes. do just like an episode of Hot Ones. If you've, you know, I, I know what you're talking you, about. Wait, what is that? No, Remind? I'll have to send you the TikTok. It's like a show. It's so good. Okay. Where you like do celebrities and then there's like a scale of hotness yeah. um, they, and mm-hmm. they have to keep going so I think I know what you're talking about. celebrities it's so funny yeah <laughs> everybody's really like sweating yeah no I'm the mild the mildest mild pale person on this podcast <laughs> oh Just me ask. too everybody yeah. knows when it comes to my wings that's for sure Ooh. if um, I could taste test 10 different barbecues I'm in mm. <laughs> It's so hard. I love like the weird exotic sauces at certain places. Like I just went and they had like a blueberry maple. I was just like, well, now I gotta know what that tastes like. Yeah, there's a blueberry. uh, I think Steelhouse does it. I had it at Wingfest. It was delicious. Ooh, we could go to Wingfest. Wingfest. Anyways, that's a good idea. Mm. Anyway, about that warm weather. Oh, you guys watched any shows, Beth? I know. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. Leslie, you go first. I took, I took notes today because I love I was it. So I love it. I just keep it on my notepad where yeah, like I same. just have to remind myself, like, write it down, write it down. Because mm-hmm. I always forget. But I'm such a creature of habit, which is so funny. And you know, Dylan can attest to this. I watch the same shows all the time over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but my husband and I just finished actually, it is an old show called Castle. Um Watch, oh, like, I used to like Castle. Seasons. Yeah. Oh, loved yeah. it. And I'm glad we just finished it. But um, other than that. How many I, seasons was there of Castle? Like eight. Like oh, wow. Eight or, so no we, how long are the episodes? Are they like full hour? Well, yeah. Know, TV so 40, hours. Yeah. yeah. 40 minute ones. So, so crazy um, there's that many commercials. I know. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Cable. I got, you know, I've never watched Castle and I remember it being on air forever. And I remember the people who (laughs) liked it, like loved it. So maybe you just gave me like a new comfort watch. 
yeah it's on netflix it's so good i'm so sad we're over with it um but then we also are big comedy people too so comedy specials are did you watch bert kreishner I have not watched it. Oh, I need to it's watch on it. My list. I, <laughs> oh, I saw that. It's on my list of movies to watch. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the trailer. We'll all watch but- it and recap it for next yeah. random oh, recap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, we got two weeks. Okay, but we actually um, I down or I bought the Matt Rife Valentine's Day special. If you don't know Matt Rife, oh, mm-hmm. he's so funny. Um, on t- all over TikTok right now, but so I told my husband I said let's watch it he's so funny and it was actually a letdown so I was so sad oh, no. but it yeah it was Good kind way. of just a, a bummer because it was his first um like a like big special yeah uh, introduced okay. the Matt mm-hmm. well it's it rough sometimes people get really popular like musicians comedians on TikTok and it's like they're good in a chunk in a small chunk. right it's, it's like right. putting on an hour show really funny clip or that really it's not easy yeah Yeah. right yeah Mm. kind of bummed about it but i am Mm. really excited for one so yeah did you watch watch a show on netflix what the heck was it called no but i listened to the to his podcast so good yes you know i don't listen to his podcast oh it's funny crazy i'm sure it is i love when he's talking about his kids it just cracks me up Oh, He's so I funny. really adore him. Mm-hmm. He was at really Helium not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I should check their lineup more than I do. I I forget to check I out their. Never do. <laughs> it's usually you being like, "Hey, so and so's here," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And yeah. like ticket dropped four months ago. Joe, I got engaged to Helium. No, no. Yeah, Mike and I are also comedy people. I just didn't want to like talk over you i'm trying to get better at that i was like there's three of us here i gotta fucking get better at this <laughs> not talking over people but we yeah, got engaged excited. there it was funny like uh mike was in his beat up old honda like still had like key marks from the ex-girlfriend like before me and he oh fucking God. pulls out a ring back upside down and is like uh, uh. <laughs> and I'm like this is that this is like he, i don't know he probably said something but he didn't say much of anything do you know what i mean i'm like <laughs> i'm waiting for my profession of love like the rom-com <laughs> you know? and yeah i get an upside down ring box in a honda and i'm like oh. you're gonna oh. get out and you're gonna get on your knee and we're gonna try this again and he did it he still didn't say much of anything but he at least did it <laughs> but i'm like why did you do this before the comedy show like i didn't remember anything she said the comedian oh yeah couldn't tell like, you yeah. and you know who it was carolyn ray wow you know, you know who carolyn ray is it's one of the aunties sabrina the teenage witch oh okay and she was so good like the parts that i caught i was laughing mm-hmm. hysterically but i was like <laughs> <laughs> like staring at my hand all night like it's just so funny so helium's like a special spot so if you guys ever want to go it's fun like to go we love stand up i I don't check it enough yeah you guys are familiar with comedy clubs you're always like shoved in like a spot next to like total strangers so if you go with like a group that's kind of actually nice (laughs) yeah yeah we triple uh, date 
I've never been helium's bad, but when we went, we went to a show when we were in New York city a couple months mm. ago, and that's the most packed I've ever been into, into a thing. It was absolutely oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. To the oh, end God. of this thing. I, I went to one in LA when I lived there and it was like, all I remember is the girl that I went with and my coworkers was very big chested and she had a super <laughs> low cut shirt on and it was just like a normal night. Mm-hmm. Like it, we're just like all these people, whatever. But because of its location, a lot of LA, it's like two just drop in and like try yeah. something out. And Ron White showed up, and <laughs> he just talked about her tits. Like he kept coming back over to us. We were in the front row oh by the freaking stage, and he just was like, "I just want to." Like he just kept. It was so <laughs> embarrassing. I was just like trying to like move away, like. <laughs> And she was just like laughing, but I could tell she's like mortified. And I was just like, oh my God. He was just so like he couldn't even like focus on his set. He just kept glaring at her boobs. Oh. It's so weird because I feel like those comedy sets are never even full either. It's like a Tuesday night and the room is barely full. And it's like Whitney Cummings, yeah. Joe Coy. It's like huge ass names. Yeah. Just hanging out. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I felt shitty because my favorite comedian for a very long time, and I would tell anybody, and I worked at a comedy club. Best comedian I saw having worked at a comedy club was Chris D'Elia. And he's not uh, known for anything fucking Chris good. How about, yeah, 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 but he's not known for anything good anymore. So don't say you oh, love no. him. <laughs> oh, no, like, oh, no. I don't like follow young, it enough to know. Like young girls, like 15 year old, like young. Mm, all right. I know. Well, it was great. so fucking disappointing when I tell you. And yeah. every person I worked with told me that that was their favorite comedian they ever saw, too. Like, yeah. Oh, I used to watch the show, like Whitney, that he had with Whitney. falling off my chair, like yeah. laughing. So funny. The drunk Anyways. Girl. Anyways, my about? point is. I'm into comedy too. So thank you for telling Love me to it. avoid that one. Um, homework is Bert Kreischer. And my dog is barking. So I'm going to mute myself. You're good. Oh, I was going to say, you could tell us what you watched yeah. this week. So <laughs> I totally forgot. It snuck up on me, but Shadow and Bone's second season came out. So I got really excited. It's the Lee Berdugo, um show. And I'm like, oh my God. So I watched the like teaser and I was like yeah I'm super bummed whatever turned the second the second season the first episode on I didn't know what the fuck was going on I'm just like I don't remember any of this so I watched the first episode and then I decided I need to go back and watch the first season because I have no idea like I read the whole series um but what Netflix is doing is there's a series of these three books for Shadow and Bone and I think they're doing three episodes or three seasons and it's each one's each book right but there's also a separate like spin-off book series it's kind of like at the same time called The Six of Crows and they're separate things like in the book world Netflix has brought them into one show and like they're kind of intersecting and it's like taking up like half of the time, like half of the time is like these six characters and half time is the, so it's kind of weird. Like it's, it's cool to see it, but it's a lot going on. So 
I was like, okay, I need to go back and rewatch this show from the beginning. But that's probably cool. I imagine that like a Sarah J. Moss like universe crossover would. Yes. I'd give an ovary, honestly. It happens. Like they they are meant to be together at the same time. Like the characters do intersect, but it's like they're going way into the Six of Crows like story in the middle of this Grishaverse. So it's cool. It's just like. It's not something you just like hop into and like know what the hell is going on or who people are. Probably sucks for somebody who's like, uh, I didn't want to like spoil this other book for myself. Like, hey, I read Shadow and Bone so I can watch it. Yeah, no, you're going to see what's happening in Six of Crows. Yep, exactly. So going back to watch it because I otherwise I'm very confused and I really loved the books. So I'm going to... um. I'm going to rewatch it. But Ben Barnes is just so hot as a villain. So I, I'm loving. I love the show. I have the book and I still need to read it. So I can't watch the show yet. Yeah. Obviously my, my TV but, are. But that was the only show I watched. <sighs> I am still watching Daisy Jones. I don't know if I've hit the last episode or not. I don't like, think it's aired yet. I saw that today. It so was like, they, they released before the three episodes, then they released three episodes, and now they released two. So I don't know if they're like releasing one finale it, next week. And maybe it's like oh, a two hour. I don't know. I saw something that said like catch it's, up before the finale, but I haven't okay. watched it. I want to binge it. What? I haven't started. Same. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to all be on there so I can binge now, it. No, Beth, you read the book? I did. Mm hmm. Did you like the book? I did. Yeah. Did you like the story as well as the format? I did. The format took a little bit to get into. It's just the way, the way that it is written. But I thought it was different. Um, so yeah, I did like it. Um, I liked that I the liked format it. was fast. Like I felt it like it was quick right. to go through. I but agree. it was choppy. Like the flow was kind of like hard for me to. I love the story though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and my mom, I actually gave the book to my mom because she want, wanted to watch the show. And I told her, I said, read the book first. So she took it from me and she texted me right after she started it and said that she didn't like the format, the way that it was written. And I said, well, you got to just stick with it so you can watch the show. Like, yeah. Finish it. Yeah. So, I feel like the show so far, so you haven't started, but so far Mm -hmm. it is like true to the story. There isn't something that I can pick out that I'm like, wow, this is so different. Then again, I also read it like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the fashion, the music, hair. I think it translates better as a show than it does as a book because you're in the seventies, like you're in that story, but then it flashes to them at an interview now. So it's like them with, you know, a little bit of gray hair, or whatever they've got going on now. Like, you know it's what I mean? It's easier to tell when you flipped. Yeah. Like it just, it just made more sense because not the whole thing was in interview style, but you were still able to get that inner monologue from the characters in that mm. way. Does that make sense? I, yeah. 
Like I understood why she did it that way. So that was constant shift and different angles and perspectives. But it was like, I don't know. For me, it was fatiguing to read. Anyways, I effing love the show. It feels like we're getting toward the end of what I remember the book being. So I'm like, I was halfway through this. And then my husband had to go to work. And I'm like, (laughs) so (laughs) I, I don't know if we're there yet, but. I do love it. And I definitely suggest I told my mother-in-law to read the book and I'm like, now watch the show. Whether you read the book, I don't even care anymore. Just watch the show at least. Right. No, um, I won't read it. I'm going to watch it though. You yeah. won't read it? No. Oh, do the audiobook. If the maybe. show's out, like meh. Mariah, yeah, Mariah said the audiobook's really good. Yeah, yeah. I bet you the audiobook. Like I bet good. you the weight on Libby is like insane boy it probably i I mean it's fine i have so many books on my tbr it's fine very true um have you watched any movies beth yeah i don't i'm so weird about movies um which is so funny like jason just wants to watch a movie a lot of times and i have to be in a theater um to watch a movie (laughs) i love it I don't just want to put a movie on, but I'll sit and binge for hours, which is yeah, the yeah. Same amount of time. So it's kind of funny, but so no, I can't even remember the last, I think actually Titanic was the last one we watched in the theater. Oh, um, well, which was they recent because of the read. Yeah. 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 I'm like, that's a long time, but I forgot. No. They just read it. Yeah, yeah. 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 We um, did that. I watch, I, I don't normally, I mean, I like watching movies, but it's like, I don't, necessarily like watch everything as it's coming out unless I'm like anticipating it mm-hmm. I saw everybody and their brother because of the Oscars talking about everything everywhere all at once oh yeah like okay I'm gonna watch this movie how did you watch it Stream. um it's it was um you could rent it it was like $20 and I was like okay. oh, I'm not doing that or it was like showtime for a free trial for seven days and I was like doing that and then I'll nice cancel. <laughs> So I, so I sign up, whatever, I'm going to watch it. And I convinced my boyfriend to come over and like, watch this with me. I'm like, it won all these awards. Oh, (laughs) this is the weirdest movie. Like it's, it's like cinematically, it is really cool and beautiful. And there, you can tell, like, I get why it won everything, but it's so confusing and random. It's like Inception it, with like karate. Like it was just, you know, it's this, um, this woman is a, is an immigrant mother and, and whatever. And it's like, all of a sudden her husband's like turning to her and putting this little headphone on her ears. And he's like saying this stuff about like an alternate reality that like, she's like, what the hell's going like, and it's like, she's flipping into like a multiverse basically. And it's like the whole thing is there's all these different multiverses and they're coming in at different times. And you have to like do something weird to end up in these multiverses and to like get the skills maybe your person has in that multiverse. And so it's like, at one point, which is just the weirdest part of this <laughs> I am so baked right now. And I'm like, <laughs> this sounds amazing. No, literally, Lana, when we were watching it, honestly, Tom, Tom literally goes, this would be so great if people were high watching this. He's oh like, I feel God. like the person was definitely high writing I this. I was like, I need a babysitter and some mushrooms to let watch this <laughs> movie. It sounds great. 
so at one point like it's just like very serious like you know like drama fighting whatever like trying to save the world and then (laughs) these you have to do something odd to like flip into this whatever and so they are at the like IRS building and the um the people there that do like audits they have awards for like being the best auditor or whatever the award looks like a butt plug like as if like you get this award because you're ruining really? people's asses all the time like you get oh the best God. whatever anyways these people somebody needs to take this thing in the ass to to flip into the multiverse so there's just this moment where Wait, three butt men plug won are an oscar three men are fighting butt to get this oscar. butt plug award into their butts and I'm it's like sorry. I listen I know it get the weirdest this like these people are fighting trying to get to it trying to take their pants off trying to step on it whatever and all of a sudden this man out of nowhere no pants on just like jumping down holding his legs ready to land on it yeah and and then they're back to fighting and you're just like what the fuck is going on it was wild it was just a wild like and I'm I'm not a drugs person but I feel like if I was it would be like really fucking enjoyable but like as somebody that's just like <laughs> like is anything to like, make is sense it supposed to be an artistic like, statement on like us was, as a society constantly needing entertainment everything everywhere all at once like it there's so many things it was happening. just a lot of it was, stuff. Like a, it was weird because it was her and her daughter it was their relationship that was like the core of all of it and you just you I feel like you need to get baked and watch it and let me know <laughs> because like, I really I until like the last the 30 minutes of showtime but if it crosses my past movie I will it is like two I'll and a half it. hours and it was like the last half hour I enjoyed it but before that I just kept going and Tom just kept looking at me like this thing won all the Oscars. <laughs> so I was like, because <sighs> the woman who won the um, you know, best actress and whatever, um, and I can't think of what her name is right now. Um, put it in the show notes, but like she's like 60. She's been in Crouching Tiger, all these movies, like her whole life, whatever. It's her first Oscar. She does her own effing stunts. And Wait, she Jamie was Lee like Curtis? No, 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 the Asian <laughs> woman. Um, oh my god i'm sorry jamie lee curtis yeah it's like a villain in it it's weird but um yeah like she (laughs) it was just very very interesting michelle yo um so anyways yeah that was a wild movie thank you for Um, doing the lord's work so we don't have to watch that i I was my mom was like my mom literally called me and was like i think i'm gonna rent this movie and i was like don't do it you're not gonna like it I'm not saying that I don't like it. It's just not for me. I can absolutely see like it's for certain people. It was not for me. <laughs> That's what's weird about the Oscars. I don't feel I feel like the Golden Globes maybe are a little uh, no. It's yeah. like wasn't Golden it's Globes not shows? Related. Or that's uh, the Emmys. Never mind. Golden the Globes Emmys. is both. Mm. Movies and shows. But I feel oh, like okay. it's a little bit more reflective of like what people actually enjoy and watch Hmm. like just because something is like artistically good doesn't mean that people are like enjoying it remember it was like that one black and white silent movie won all those awards that one oh yeah Mm -hmm. it was like it's like just because it's uh, i don't know like when harrison was a baby good once 
Like, yeah. Sure. When I was a baby, he got my remote and purchased this movie called The Shape of Water for $20. Stop. I remember when that was. Yep. It is the weirdest fucking film. Um, <laughs> Request a refund. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Lana? Have you watched a movie? Um, I did. I watched The Boston Strangler. On Ooh, that's show. on my TBR. Was it good? Um, It was. Here's the thing. I'm a morbid girly. I mean only murder any type of true crime i like and i'm very familiar with the boston strangler if you're not just be prepared it's fucking gruesome like strangle Mm. seems you know very obvious but it is like essay against elderly women and Mm. you know obviously it's not real but there's like depictions and it's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So just like be prepared for that. Um, but I think it's I don't know, these women's stories like needed to be told as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought I thought the acting was great. The I love like historical fashion. Like it's crazy to me that that was 50 years ago. Yeah. Over 50 years ago. Um it was really good. Like I I know a lot about it, so I already like knew the story, but it was it was hard to see it. You know what I mean? Like a podcast is different than like seeing it. I listen to lots of podcasts, but like then when I watch a show like that, it's like, ooh, yeah. Like I remember watching Forensic Files, like an addict, and then podcast came into my life and it's very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like yeah. it desensitized me, and then you're like watch it, you're like, oh shit. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, so then I had to go back to like reading spice or mm. to yeah. cleanse myself. Up. Yep. Do you listen to any podcasts, Beth? No, um, I do. I actually listen to quite a few. Um, well, every day I listen to the toast. I love the toast. Um, what else? In case you wanted to listen to the Burt one, if you don't know what it is, it's Two Bears, One Cave. Um, that's super funny. Please. Is it a weekly to- or a daily? It's not. It's not a daily. I think it's a weekly. Um, like the toast daily. Um, no, I used to. You know, maybe you don't know. I love the toast and own a lot of toast merch and, yeah. and like have made toast merch of my own. Yeah. Um, but I like fell off of listening to. I don't even know why. Maybe yeah. like their rebrand. I like slowly fell off listening, but I need to get back Maybe. into it. Yeah, I love them. I think they're so funny. Um, I watch all of them on TikTok, so yeah. I can't. I feel like it'd be so funny. I told my I told Mariah, my sister, she should watch it or listen to it, um, just because you know they're sisters, so they have the banter and they're just so funny. But. Um, and then also on the sibling train, I listened to uh, sibling rivalry and that's um, Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson mm-hmm. and they interview other siblings, uh, famous siblings. And that's really interesting um, to listen to only because, you know, the other half isn't always famous as well. So it's some regular person. Oh, um, mm-hmm. so, like the Matt McConaughey one, um, his brother is some Southern like trucker normal person so yeah. Like, yeah that like, does sound interesting huh. i would yeah. kill for an austin swift and a taylor swift interview 
I was actually just thinking about oh, that yeah. today. So it's funny you said that. I was like, I wonder how he's doing. Like, I haven't yeah. heard from Austin Swift in a while. Well, maybe he'll hope pop living, up. I hope he's living up. a balanced life. Yeah, I love Kate Hudson. Her mom is adorable, too. Yeah. Like, so that's a good one. Yeah. So, but that's really it. Yeah, you, Dylan podcast? Um. I yeah so I've started one it's it's controversial oh. um but I'm I'm curious to see how it goes though so I saw like I just clicked on like I haven't listened to podcasts in a long time so I just looked at like what's popular mm-hmm. and this thing popped up that said it was the witch trials of JK Rowling and I was like interesting interesting so I clicked on it and I listen to the trailer and I instantly hear the voice I recognize is Megan Phelps Roper, who was a member of Westboro Baptist Church. Um, if you don't know who that is, like, I feel like Gen Z has like no mm-hmm. idea, <laughs> but they, um, it's a fundamentalist church in Kansas. They counter protest like everything. Everybody's going to hell. It's a very like whatever I myself have counter protested again, like five times in my life. It's awful but anyhow Megan is like our age she left the church like a decade ago and now she does a lot of like interviewing and things to try to kind of like understand and show kind of like both sides and situations like that of like well yeah I get it I came from this too but this is how it actually is in the real world once you're outside of it whatever so anyways I listened to the trailer and the the way that she's doing this is basically sh- her take is that like she grew up in her church hating JK Rowling, right? Burning Harry Potter books. <laughs> like like the like the like I forgot, but I'm now I'm listening to this. I forgot what a craze it was. It was like the churches were like, they're teaching your children witchcraft. They're gonna be doing human sacrifices, like because we were all listening to Harry Potter. Like, I forgot about that. You know, I psychotic. wasn't allowed to read it at my dad's house in Virginia. I didn't know that, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. My um, my middle yeah. sister has, um, has adopted her biological family is um, <clears throat> Mormon. And that's how it was, too. Like, she didn't get to do Harry Potter until she was older because that was... She was going to be doing human sacrificing and shit for reading it. Meanwhile, like... in our life and like which we like Beth and I grew up in like a small little like conservative Republican town they yep. loved it we had midnight book releases at the library and nobody said shit so it's mm-hmm. wild when it's like the south or whatever is different but anyhow Megan's like concept I guess is that um understanding that there's essentially these two very polarized opposite groups that both are calling for her head right for books to be banned for her to be canceled oh, yeah that for is interesting <laughs> all of these things right very different belief systems the Westboro Baptist and people that are you know fighting against her for these different trans rights in England and stuff so very just kind of like whatever I'm very like I don't know because I felt some type of way about it and I'm listening to it and it's not like they're not digging into it right now. Like the first episode is like just literally talking about her life and leaving, you know, her abusive husband and how the whole thing comes to be. And like this second episode, they're just starting to get into like the crazy religious in the 90s of everybody like 
your kids are reading Harry Potter and they're going to be, you know, so killing kids. Oh my God. This person was like, your kids are going to go to school and they're going to get abortions and you're not even going to know about it. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with Harry Potter? Like, I just, you don't forget, you know, and we were kids too. So I wasn't also like watching the like 11 o'clock news. Like, do you know where your children are? Are they reading right. Harry Potter? Like that wasn't a thing. <laughs> um, So I am... I'm cautiously listening to this. It's like seven episodes. All of the episodes aren't out yet. The internet, like, talking about it is kind of all over the place. Um, But because it's Megan, I am curious because, like, it's she's someone who, like, I hated vehemently. So I'm I'm curious, like, for her to do this interview and talk to her. Because, like, she, she interviews JK, but she interviews, like people who worked with her and then clinicians and um you know and trans rights activists and all of these like she's kind of covering all these different bases to form this full argument of like what happened what's going on what do you think like do you see how this is hurtful do you understand like and i'm like she's either going to redeem herself or like just be given enough rope to hang herself oh like God, one or the, the other the very I, first like, episode she, she said... doubles down on shit and she's I think it's going to be more of like understanding, not apologizing. This is Um, where my hate comes from. No, I think more for people hearing, like understanding. Yeah, like you're just going to kind of get it, but you're not going to necessarily whatever. Because like in the first episode was like, people are going, you could have been beloved forever and like your legacy. And she was like, I don't care about my legacy. I'll be dead. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, so but again i really like megan i like the interviews and like the things that she's done and the point of view that she has from this crazy christian we've hated everybody and condemned everybody like i i find her fascinating that she's made this switch in her life and she's having these conversations with people that she's you know protested against and called you know for their heads and whatever so i'm listening to it I might end up DNFing it at some point, but for now, it's very interesting to me. Um, I'm only in the second episode, so I'll see how it goes for like further random recaps. But <laughs> I thought it was interesting that it's called the Witch Trials. Uh huh. So, Witch Trials. We'll see. We'll see. But that's all I've been listening to. Ooh. I don't think I've listened to. I talked about this the last random recap. I feel like we can do hard things. I feel like I brought that up already. I love that one. Glennon Doyle with Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, yes. Oh, but I am keeping up with Akadar. I just, now you got me thinking about J.K. Rowling and just, she, it, that Tyra Banks, like, we were all rooting for mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. why did you double down? And why did you go so hard? Like, yeah, it's just so I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Because it's not even about, the legacy it's just like i imagine it's like when people say don't meet your heroes because you might be like let down it's Mm -hmm. like that on like a thousand a million Mm -hmm. because i'm like imagine if i like had met taylor swift and she was actually a fucking asshole and like she's the perfect angel that she was she's Um, like fuck those gay people but like like, could you i just like I couldn't even imagine. And like JK Rowling, it just puts it out there, man. Like there's a lot of celebrities, I'm sure, that have tons of hate in their heart, um, yeah. biases, you know, yeah. phobias. Um, right. But putting um, it on blast in 2020, Wait a minute. someone's publicist was Doubling fired that day. 
I just, oh, it's so crazy. Anyways, and I can't help but love her art. Like, no matter what. Yeah. Like, will I point out the fat phobic language when I'm reading it to my children and teach them to do better? Yes. Will I point out the transphobic and like homophobic language that there is in there? Like, yes, I will. You'll notice it once you, once you know better. Right. You see it. Yeah, but it's one of those things that, like, with cancel culture and all the different things, like, and you and I have talked about this so many times, but, like, I, it's one of those things, and I've seen so many people say this, but, like, I won't, I'm not, that's not something that I'm going to give up or, like, remove from my life. Like, this is something that I love dearly, and I'm just Mm -hmm. accepting it outside of her. And my mom would always kind of phrase this, like, she feels very much like this about, like, Michael Jackson, she loves the music. Oh, God. You love the music, right? There are situations and like, it's, it is hard. Like there are things on art that you might really, really love. And that person might not be great. Elizabeth like, Moss. Might... <laughs> Scientology. <laughs> yeah, right. The, hand, the reason that's the star of the Handmaid's Tale is in Scientology. Like there's just, there's weird stuff like that. So I, I like this because I, I I'm interested to see how it goes, how it ends. Like, what does it, do I come out of it going, huh? Okay. Like I can accept this. Right. Mm -hmm. Or is it like, oh, you just really doubled down on that. Okay, cool. Like we don't know. So I'm curious to see how it's going to go. I guess there's like two more episodes that aren't out yet. So I'll catch up and see. Well, the one podcast besides, you know, listening to our own podcasts, because I'm trying to like, how, how are we changing this around? Um, so I listened to ours today, our last episode and I'm like, oh yeah, hmm, that was a crazy ass book. But anyways, Akatar, still listening to the Akatar podcast, the LPN deep dive last podcast network. It is so good. I just keep laughing and it's new episodes every Tuesday. So I'm just like waiting for the new one before I go any further. This is the first time I've actually like read along like with a, do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. to page 87. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So I haven't like read along in that way since probably fucking school. Like, <laughs> right. Well, for us, yeah. we're like, hey, uh, me back on the book's done. Not like, let's read to page 87 and break it down by scene. Like, yeah. and that's what they do. And it's just so good. It's so detailed. And like, I I hope they do Crescent City. I hope they do Throne of Glass. I hope they do all of it and just connect like everything together. Dots, like, yeah. That's what I like about TikTok. Maybe that's what? what I need to finish that series. Yeah. Do it that way instead of. Yeah. Because, you know, I read book one and then I stopped. So, yeah. (laughs) And absolutely understandable because that's what I did. I stopped. I was like, I don't care. But I had bought like the whole series, seeing everybody talk about it. So it was like, well, I have all these books sitting here, though. Maybe I'll just read. Honestly, if you don't want to reread, just listen to like the first, I think it's like two or three episodes of that Akatar recap. They tell mm-hmm. you everything. It'll jog your memory. And then you can like jump into book two if you don't want right. to reread. And book two is so effing good. It's so, so much better. Like, I'm, I'm so glad like, the internet told me. They were like, no, 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 no. Read two, read two. It'll change your whole mind. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine. And right. then I was so glad. I was like, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was so over, like, I didn't really care for it, the first book. 
right it was not my favorite second book is definitely <laughs> the best well I I'm enjoying like I so I just finished rereading the first and I enjoyed it because I saw the stuff I didn't see the first time like anytime you reread but like her shit is so Mm -hmm. not heavy it is heavy but there's a lot it's so detailed there's a lot Mm -hmm. going on you miss shit and then you're seeing the stuff that you didn't really notice before like the breadcrumbs that were left for you throughout the whole book that you're like what the fuck I was texting you the whole time like wait a second Lucian is Lumiere (laughs) like Mrs. Potts how did we not see this yeah um yeah, so it was enjoyable in that way. And like knowing that she started writing them when she was 23, that doesn't mean it was like released when she was 23. Right, but still. Right. But that's crazy. Doing at 23. <laughs> it's like Taylor Swift writing to McGraw at 15, you know. It's like what it's Oh crazy. gosh. Um uh, Beth, what books are you reading? Um, well, currently I'm reading uh Black Ties and White Lies, uh by Kat Singleton. So oh, that's just, a, I feel like I've heard that. Yeah. yeah that's a spicy one. Um, mm. Is it a KU? <sighs> Maybe. Yes. Nice. I think Ooh, it was. Love it. I paid for it. I don't think I paid for it. Um, so I think it is. Uh, but it's good. I mean, I'm about, I don't know where I'm at, like 70% done with that one. Um, but it's good. I mean, I don't know, rich billionaire, you know. Yep. <laughs> all love the right it. Things not really my type but (laughs) i mean he probably doesn't have a beard so he's not mine either but uh but i just actually finished the last one i finished was uh the measure by nikki ehrlich um that one's really good um the premise i guess of it is that everyone over the age of 22 uh, they wake up and they have a box that was delivered overnight and inside was a string that represented the length of your life. Um, so wow. the time that you have left and so it becomes very, you know, political as far as looking, don't look. Um, they come mm-hmm. up with a thing to measure so you know exactly how long you have and then they start to kind of discriminate, you know, short stringers, long stringers, all that stuff. So oh, it's that's so, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I watched it like four or five different people and it kind of bounces between the people and how they're all connected. And then, yeah, it was interesting. It was the latest uh, Redheads book, actually. So um, oh. that's. Oh, the cool. measure. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing yeah. that. So that's yeah, it was interesting. It sounds really cool. Yeah. I like that. That's a good book club pick. I'm sure there was a lot to talk about. (laughs) Right. Like whether you'd want to know, whether you'd look, whether you wouldn't look, that type Mm. of thing. Yeah. No way. I feel like it would be really hard not to look. No way. I would not want to know. I wouldn't want to know, but I feel like it'd be so hard not to look. I'd have too much anxiety. I would be like thinking about D-Day all the time. Like I need to squeeze this on the other hand right but that's also true though if you know what you how much time you have then you know okay I gotta start doing all this shit like yeah or you'll be depressed AF because you're like I'll never be able to afford a trip to Paris um in the next 10 you know years whatever like I'll never be able to afford this yeah Hmm. Yeah. interesting interesting it was good 
it's hard to like have a book that people haven't like you know what i mean like a concept that somebody hasn't done before you know right right. like our last book pick it's like a reporter and a con person i've read so many of the like shifting povs of like that like Mm -hmm. i guess in a lot of like mystery thrillers you know what i mean like sometimes there's just so that seems really interesting what about you um i was gonna say so since you're talking about akatar i'm gonna talk about real quick the uh akatar substitute that tiktok convinced me to read um this book called the serpent and the wings of night um by carissa broadbent it um everybody was like if you love like this is the thing it lives up to the hype it's fantastical it's vampires it's like the you know like hunger games meets underworld like there's just a lot going on whatever um and yeah like 10 out of 10 like it has insanely good reviews on goodreads for a reason like it is so good it's like this um this like adopted human daughter of the nightborn vampire king she's kind of like living in a world made to kill her she's like living with vampires how she grows up um and like this chance for her to like become something more is this like challenge that happens in like a millennia that like she can enter this challenge and basically if she wins if she survives she can have anything she wishes from this like goddess that all the vampires like are whatever follow um but it's like you know it's this extremely crazy violent thing and she's up against all of these other vampires and she's just a human um and so you know at one point she has to pick an ally she gets allied with this vampire from like a rival clan his name is rain the broody (laughs) dark haired guy you know in the books um rain wasn't born a vampire he was turned so he's more human than vampire and like she's you know raised her whole life that they're gonna kill her she can't trust anybody um and he has this best friend who reminds me so much of alice from twilight and Mm -hmm. her name is niche which like got me all excited because that's my middle name um and you know it's just them kind of going through this whatever and it was like it was just so good for fantasy but it was also like everything that I thought was gonna happen like some things happened and then there were twists and then there were like betrayals and I went into this thinking it was a standalone (laughs) and then I get like like 20% left and I'm like what's happening this can't end like this and it was like (laughs) oh just kidding there's five more books coming and I'm like wow fuck but thankfully the second book is coming in like a month but like I know I'm gonna read that in like a day and then I gotta wait like you know a year two years for the next one whatever so the author really funny because she's it's gaining popularity and stuff on TikTok she's like I have this other fantasy series that's different and it is complete and there's you know four or five books or whatever so like if you're having a hangover like you can go read this thing I don't want to get them confused so I might read some romances in between before I read it but um like I just saw all these people talking about it and I was like, all right, fine, whatever. It's on KU. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're looking for a fantasy read, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Suck you um, in with KU. Yeah. And speaking of KU, I read um Right Man, Right Time, Megan Quinn's like hockey romance that was like just released like a week ago. 
I like Beth, Megan. Yeah. Older man now. Older Stop. man. Yeah. But the girl is 21. So he's he's in his early 30s. So he's not oh. older, not but he's old. older than her. Right. So there's still that, like, you know, like, well, you haven't even been with, like, a man. Like, you don't know what you want. Like, I know, like, there's that, but he's, you know, he's our age, so he's not really that old. But, um, but it was, it was good. It was good. It was cute. It was spicy. Right. Um, she's, like, a reporter. She gets thrown on a hockey team. She's supposed to, you know learn about it whatever do an expose and of course the hockey um player that she you know falls into is um you know needs a needs somebody to be fake dating him because his fiance cheated on him it's a whole thing it's very yeah. it was cute though megan quinn's always good yeah um, she is. so it was good and i liked it and then the last thing is that i finally finished the atlas six like read it through um and I just kept like putting that book down and not getting super into it so I finally like I got the audio and it just made it so much better and I got through it I really 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 like it now like it's very interesting the like dark academia like the the way that they have these different um people these students essentially like kind of plotting against each other knowing that like basically six people are coming in to this program and one of them is not going to make it out alive um and they they have to make this decision like the group does um it's really good so i have the second book um from book of the month and i just need to start it but i really really liked it so i was doing two for two with the fantastical reads yeah you're in a fantastical mood. I know. Now it's like, and I finished that. So now I'm like, all right, now I got to read our book club pick. Cause I need like a little, I need a light romance. My, the stuff that I've recently read is so all over the place. Like two different cozy mysteries. Like I would put uh, the Sookie Stackhouse books in the cozy mystery category, in my opinion. Um, If you read them, but like vampires with like, it's not it's spicy but it's not detailed spice it's like more fade to black spice i don't know anyways i read death by dumpling it's super cute (laughs) just started the dim sum of all fears um love a good pun (laughs) but then um i did actually start our book club pick i was so curious because beth i don't know if you followed along with some of our picks but we only did one sapphic romance before and it was like ya so it was like very fade to black nothing okay i'm on chapter four and there has already been (laughs) two very spicy scenes yes very quickly (gasps) we get spice so excited very quickly we get spice um oh good and then we've also already already delved into the um like my mommy wasn't there for me i was like oh (laughs) so that's why she's into the older woman we're gonna already have to fucking psychoanalyze her um (laughs) so i'm like i'll have to talk to my therapist about that and (laughs) i the tiktok sound mommy sorry mommy mommy sorry but it's 
Uh, so basically, if you didn't read, this isn't too much of a giveaway because it pretty much like says it on the back cover, but like she goes, it makes more sense now reading the first couple of chapters, but she, it's family weekend and she like goes to the bar across town or whatever, because she doesn't want to be anywhere around campus. And you figure out the reason why is because she, her family's not really in her life. Like, it's kind of like a shitty reminder that she doesn't have like family visiting her. So she's like, I'm going to go to this bar and she hooks up with somebody. The next day she meets like her bestie's mom. Oh my God. Bestie's mom. <laughs> Love, that. Love so, it. Yeah. And then that adds like more to the taboo of it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's really good so far. So that one is um, mistakes were made by Meryl Wisner. Uh, but lastly, I read in one day, I haven't read like a book in one day in a while, 129 pages. So it was easy. Like this extreme horror novella, it's called Womb. And it's like about a hotel room, like a seedy hotel room. It's like a bunch of short stories about things that happened in this seedy hotel room, um, like all tied together. It's really fucked up. It's super graphic. Don't ask me why I gave it five stars and I enjoyed it. Um, it was just really good. It was, and also huh. the author was from Take Toronto. Your word like for it, the hotel, <laughs> listen, the hotel room, this like CD motel is on Genesee Street, um, near the Buffalo Niagara Airport. This is like. The authors from Toronto oh, wow. wrote about this. I just kept seeing this on like every like horror book talk because I'm on both that and like spicy TikTok. Like I've got a little bit of everything. So I kept seeing this book and I had it on my wish list. And a local Buffalo tick book talker, a guy who was at our book thing, our book fair, he had sent me this book as well as an L. Kennedy book. <laughs> the deal oh I love the deal he's like my wife loves this book but like I love horror books so I got you this one like I I got you one of each from your wish list so I finally got around Uh to reading it it's just a book like if you've read tenders of flesh and you like tenders of flesh and you get graphic books like that and you enjoy them it's just one of those books that is hard to put down it's like how people say like a car crash is hard to look away from that was Mm -hmm. this book like it was so just drug use, um, but just it's just gross. I don't know how to even explain it, but it was fucking good. Mm. I don't know. A book that stays with you. So I know that sounds like really weird, but that will hit something for somebody. <laughs> I promise somebody's into it because yeah, rated high enough. But anyways, oh boy. Um, I don't know. This guy's name is Duncan Ralston. I'm very curious to see what the hell else he's written because whoa. Uh I'm just gonna make a plea right now to never pick an extreme horror oh, novel. Never. Book. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, I can handle like the skeleton key vibes, and that's about my level. <laughs> No, I'll give you like a thriller mystery, maybe, I but I won't. I, I won't mystery. do that. To you. I can do a true crime. I don't want to read weird poltergeist shit. No, thank you. Um, 
it wasn't even weird poltergeist shit. Like, it's just one of those things that if I explained it to you. Yeah, it's, no, it's going to okay. be my nightmare. So no, I won't thanks. explain anything graphic. A guy hires a prostitute. No, no, no. He hires a prostitute and then he starts telling her these stories. And these stories are like all things that happened to him in this hotel room or affected his life somehow. It's no. And if you could maybe tell by like womb, it's a play on room, hotel room, but it's like mommy issues, some weird shit, drug use. It's it's wild. I'm not really selling it, but I'm telling you if you like extreme <laughs> horror, it is good. Um, I'd rather read extreme horror than visualize it. Does that make sense? Like I know. Yes, like- but I I am a reader that like I visualize everything. So I would I would hate that because I would be picturing the whole thing. So I was. This was me reading it. You guys can't see my face, but I was like this. <laughs> like literally, I was reading it. I was like, like Mike would look oh. over and be like, Are you okay? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm fine. Um, yeah, anyways. It wasn't wow. scary. That's the difference. Like, it was just gross. Like, I've read um, books that are scary. Colleen Hoover Layla gave me creepy ass nightmares, if I'm even being honest. So did Verity. Verity gave me nightmares. Verity was creepy. For how like dark it was. But this did mm-hmm. not. It was just fucking gross. <laughs> like, let me being descriptive about boofing things. Like stuff like that. Does that make sense? sure yeah <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> unnecessarily um anyways i will never pay, so make that i will never make that books. pick for you guys i will only give you sapphic spicy or thrillers or That's anything funny. else but that oh, yeah. um highly suggest mistakes were made if you're into weird shit i would suggest but not for you too anyways i like it um yeah so that's, i left I you mean... on such a weird note sorry I'm so, <laughs> i scared beth away on her first episode oh no you can't you can't <laughs> oh my god that's really funny actually like, I swear. um no but i mean that's that's where we're at we just you know we got our new uh our new format here so yeah well beth are you reading our book with us? Are you going to review I, our I sapphic spicy? Yes. I yes. am going to read it. Okay. Like so it. Beth is going to make our next book pick. She has a week to to read and to decide. Yep. She wants to read. I like it. I'm excited. No pressure. I'm excited. I know. My first. You'll pick a good one. Okay. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I like this too because I feel like it also forces us to like look at books that like we've been meaning to read and we haven't like most of the time it's just me going what's on my what's on my shelf here (laughs) like I should be reading and I look and I'm like did Lana read this okay let's try this one I know I need to get better at looking at the stars but I don't always feel like they're accurate either like on Goodreads you know what I mean Beth and I learned the hard way allowing Reese Witherspoon to pick a book for us. So, you know, we're going to we're going to read reviews. The paper palette. Because I every single time I go to Barnes and Noble, I flip that book upside down every time I see it. Yeah. 
That is so funny. It's the funniest thing because like my boyfriend's probably only gone into a bookstore like twice with me and he knows like he'll see it. And he's like, do you need to flip it? Anti, anti-paper <laughs> palace. Yes. Yeah. Worst book ever. Probably oh. not, but it's terrible in my opinion. So yeah. So mistakes were made by Meryl Milsner. It was easy to get it on Libby. So hopefully people have been waiting. You can still get it in time. It's a really cute. You can read it whenever. Read Mm -hmm. it later. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm glad that you've already started it. And like, it is like a good, like spicy book. Yeah. Because like we've read everything has been like PG, whatever. And like, even like in our hometown spice, we read one, but it like, I don't know. I don't, I don't quite remember it a lot. And I don't feel like it was like super spicy. I feel like it was still like um you guys did a sapphic one because that was the one that i yes i am reading us in the bathroom um, but it was like a christmas hotel yeah, <laughs> yeah. like a yeah, christmas it was like a adult hotel sapphic, yeah. Yeah. um it was, it was interesting no room at the end that's yes. what it was what it was yeah. called I remember I'm like it was definitely something somewhat blasphemous <laughs> yes yes <laughs> now I remember the hotel had like a lot of like oh are you into this there's this are you into this here's this I know check me in to this hotel <laughs> <laughs> anyways um if you guys want to join us for that next one I did post the picture on our new Instagram the saucy book club on instagram that is what it is it is not half fake book club so if you go looking for us that's not what you'll find (laughs) um we will update all of our other stuff so be patient with us it's a slow process rebranding is a slow process but um thank you guys so much for hanging out with us we'll see you guys next week um we're we're gonna be workshopping this tagline here but you know Stay saucy, Buffalo. Stay saucy, <laughs> book lovers. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow, rating, and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Got a book recommendation? send it to the saucy book club at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the saucy book club. This podcast was created, written, and produced by Dylan Harrison, Lana Rich, and Bethany Adaman. For more information, head to linktree.com forward slash the saucy book club. Stay saucy. See you next time. Mm-hmm.